I have exactly three good ideas a year. Oh, melodically wrong and happy to be here again, boys. Jerry Jones sits on the golden toilet and looks for the, the big splashy players. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Expansion Buddies podcast. As always, I am joined by the man, the myth, the legend himself, Justin Wright. How's it going, Justin? Um, I was a little startled here a second ago. I went to hit record, and on Zoom, this lady was like, this meeting is being recorded. That's never happened to me, and I'm, I'm still recovering. Same, man. That threw me for a little bit of a loop. Let's hope that we can bounce back. Let's be a second-half team now. <laughs> yeah, let's, <laughs> let's do it. Uh, so I, I'm going to ask you to get this this whole uh, show on the road tonight to get it started. What was the last sporting event you watched or you watched highlights of? I'm just curious. Last one that I watched highlights of? Yeah. Like recent or non? Like, like okay. Like anything. Just what the last thing you saw highlights of. Oh, man, that's a really good question. <laughs> it's a toughie right out of the gate, apparently. I'm sorry. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I don't know. It's... I want to say it was like NHL playoff highlights, but I kind of don't think that's right. Okay, then the last thing you remember. Oh, NHL playoff highlights. Cool. Uh, which game was it? Which series? Um, It was a amalgamation of them. Ah, okay. So, uh, well, I am watching the New York Knicks and the Atlanta Hawks game two as we speak, actually. But oh, so I, your full attention isn't on the podcast? I see how it is. <laughs> hey, now, it's it's a sports podcast. I'm trying to – it's called doing live research. Mm-hmm. That's sure, what sure, we'll sure, call sure, it. Sure, 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 sure. But I've also been watching some NHL playoff highlights. Uh, there's been some exciting games, man, going down in that. Let oh. me tell you what. I never in a million years would have thought Colorado would have swept – the blues not in a million years yeah man i was kind of surprised by that too uh i i kind of expected colorado to win this series but i thought the blues would at least put up a fight man i yeah i i think and daniel is gonna give me crap for this and give me heck but i think colorado's been building the super team and I think it's going to be kind of like the Zags in March Madness. They're going to be oh, too boy. big to fail, and they're going to choke. Hey, speaking of the Zags, a little side note. Do you see Drew Timmy's coming back? I did not. I thought he was going to the MF, M, M, um, that place where they play big ball. Yes, yes, the the, the NBA, some call it. He's not. Yeah. He's coming back to Gonzaga. Holy man. cow. That kid is – dude, Timmy is a force. Plus, he's got that mustache and like, – <laughs> You cannot fight the stash, I guess, unless you're Baylor. But I am excited that he's back. I think they're going to be stacked with talents again. I yeah. Uh, but yeah. yeah, these NHL playoffs, uh, dude. First off, I want to just get this out of the way right now. Uh, the Maple Leafs and the Canadians. Game five goes down on Thursday night. Toronto leads it three to one. Do they pull a Maple Leafs and blow this? They are gonna probably blow it like i mean they're not playing the bruins so like history dictates they can't choke yet until they face the bruins at some point but 
they're gonna choke like it, it's gotta happen I mean, I I don't know. Like, you probably know more about this Maple Leafs franchise of failure in the postseason than I do. Uh, not a huge hockey guy over here, but you, you were telling me the other day you watched something about them, right? Yeah, so one of the videos I watched about them, um, by Urinating Tree, we talked about him before, great YouTuber, great sports YouTuber, um, is like, I don't remember what he titled the video. I could look it up here real quick. But it just goes in-depth about the the maple leaves and their history and like kind of how horrible it is and it's it's pretty freaking horrible like i was really surprised and like i i used to kind of like the maple leaves as like a you know they're another team out there that i didn't hate i guess at the time but like some of the stuff in their history is just like oh it's uh it's gnarly i'm like yeah there's like a whole like i didn't know this there's like a whole pedophilia ring like way back in the day and yikes oh my gosh um yeah it was it was crazy damn yeah so um oh sorry go ahead i I didn't think we were going to talk about off the ice problems they had yikes oh (laughs) but yeah they've they've constantly choked the bruins in the playoffs um that i know (laughs) so it's called the toronto maple Leafs: a half century of failure it is a 42 minute video but it is well worth it oh my gosh it's well worth it it's a crazy look at the franchise i'm gonna definitely have to watch that um i really like urinating trees uh deep dives especially like they're very entertaining um and yeah there's just he yeah they're they're very interesting he's a he's a great content creator for sure uh and looking at these playoff series with the bruins and the maple leafs uh they always lose it in game seven yeah it's so funny and it's there's usually yeah i i i'm not gonna just keep talking about them because like yeah, so I guess uh, it, it is funny to see them up 3-1. It would not be the first time we've seen a team blow a 3-1 lead in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really don't know how Montreal is this year. I know they lost to Toronto last night 4 to nothing. so. Yeah, I would just say the Ballard years are of the Toronto Maple Leafs, and, and your name tree talks about it in his video. It's like the 70s to the 90s is – like just oh my gosh i cannot imagine what the fans went through during that time because that guy was just pain <laughs> he oh my gosh Snake it was bitten franchise it's yeah like i mean they last won the cup in what like the 60s yes it looks um, like what i'm looking at here says 67 yeah they beat those montreal canadians in the cup back then. yeah uh man i don't know i i is it horrible that i'm almost kind of rooting for them to blow it just because i would love the headlines and the memes and the all of that stuff i mean i just really don't i don't care about hockey yet i say yet as we are on the dawn of the seattle kraken playing their first season but uh i just i don't i don't really care right now um it it is kind of neat to see like the Knights doing so well again, though. Yeah, you know. The, I will say not to not 
not to bring it back to the Leafs real quick. I just had one more thing. It is kind of super interesting to see the Leafs playing the Canadians because that's a long-held rivalry. Oh, yeah, Toronto long, versus... Long, deep-steated rivalry. I know that. I know that, like, um, I mean, anymore in modern sports, there's not the Toronto-Montreal rivalry in most sports outside of MLS soccer. But, mm-hmm. like, um, it's pretty big in soccer. I know that, like, when the two Canadian teams play each other, and I know there's, what, six Canadian teams in the NHL, but I know that those yeah. two are huge rivals, so... Uh, yeah, I'm sure it gets even more intense when they meet in the postseason. Yeah, uh, but yeah, uh, like I kind of mentioned, those Vegas Golden Knights, man, they're kind of they're on the verge of moving on too. They've got Game Six uh, later on Wednesday night tonight that we're recording this. They're playing the Wild right now, and I know they're up three two. Yeah, I'd be very surprised if they lose to the Wild. I think Vegas is ultimately a better team. I think their offense is better. Um, but you never know. The Wild could surprise us. Yeah, I mean, I, I again, I don't know enough about these teams. I know that Vegas has been really good since they came in in 2017. They've always been in the playoffs, went to the Stanley Cup that first year. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah, other than that, I mean, the biggest surprise to me was the, the avalanche um, from these from these initial games. Um, I'm really not all that surprised that Winnipeg swept the Oilers. I think the Oilers were way overranked. I think their rank was better than their record. Or, I mean, I, I think their record was better than the team, yeah. I should say. Kind of like the 8-0 Steelers. Or the 11-0 Steelers, whatever they were. before. Yeah, whatever they were, I don't know. Before it all went to crap. Um, I will say the other thing I'm kind of surprised about, I'm kind of surprised that the Predators are putting up such a fight against yeah, the Hurricanes. Yeah, dude, I was going to say that. I know that Carolina won game five, but it was overtime. Yeah. So, That's the Preds are not backing down. They, they're kind of hungry. You love to see it, dude. You love, they, they have their backs against the walls now, though. I mean, mm-hmm. being down three to two. Uh, speaking uh, of another team down three to two, live on the expansion buddies coming to you. Uh, the Islanders are up 5-3 on the Penguins as we speak with about 10 minutes to go in that all-important game six. If the Islanders win, New York's moving on. That's The Penguins will be crazy. out. Crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. I didn't even realize that series had gotten there. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I have been paying attention to the, the Florida Bowl. <laughs> Hey, that's a little close for comfort too, isn't it right now? I know. I, I was talking to our friend Daniel that we've had on the podcast before. Um, and I told him that was a game. It's a game that's – or a uh, series that's really interesting, but I wish it didn't have to happen. I wish the Panthers had gone against someone else because I, I do like this Panthers team, and I would like to see them move on, but I also want the Tampa Bay Lightning to move on. Of course, of course. Uh, you have to stick with your, your hometown boys there. Yeah. Um, speaking- Don't get me wrong, though. Kraken are coming up, baby. Oh, I'm so I'm so excited, man. That expansion draft is coming up in July. It's going to be good. Puck drop in October. I'm so excited. Uh, not to take it away from hockey for too long, but speaking of your hometown boys, Tampa Bay, did you see the big old golf tournament that's going to go down? And did you see, more importantly, where it's going to go down? I did not, and I did not. So it's going to be – your boy, the GOAT, Tom Brady, and the other GOAT, Phil Mickelson. Ooh. 
versus, uh, I guess one might argue another GOAT in Aaron Rodgers and Bryson DeChumbo. And they're playing a little tournament, two versus two there. But you, it's going down in our neck of the woods up there in Big Sky, Montana. Oh, really? Yeah. I did not know that. That's crazy. July 6th on TNT, coming to you live from the 406. Man, <laughs> that's going to be kind of cool. It's kind of cool yeah. to see Montana uh, getting itself out there. I know like a lot of those guys, especially Brady, I know has a place up there in Big Sky. He golfs that place a lot. Mm-hmm. So he might have the advantage over it. That'll be fun to watch. Yeah, that's super cool. Um, I'm assuming it's a charity tournament. I believe so. I don't know the specs on it, if you will. It's the Capital One. Uh, the match is what they call it. So up in Moonlight Basin and Big Sky. I don't, I'm assuming it's a charity tournament as well. But yeah, uh, that'll be kind of fun to watch. Uh, but anyway, back to hockey, getting sidetracked by football. Uh, yeah, I, I've been watching some of the highlights of these playoffs. I feel guilty to admit I have not sat down and watched a an actual game yet. I haven't had the time personally, like, I, I tend to do that toward like the conference finals and the Stanley cup finals. Um, although I will say, as I say that I do believe that NHL playoff hockey is some of the most exciting postseason tournament you will see in any sport mm-hmm. at any level. Uh, it, the games are often really close. The announcers are excellent. The crowds um, are so into it. The atmosphere I feel like is amazing. I would love to see uh Stanley Cup playoff game in person someday. Well, when the Kraken make it next year, we'll have to go. <laughs> yeah, man. We're already booking them to the postseason. Hey, if they follow in the Knights' footsteps, uh, they'll be going all the way to that cup. Yeah. I would uh I wonder how much Kraken tickets are like for the opening night, or if that I, even if those exist yet. I think they do, or they're going to very soon because I've seen advertisements where season ticket holders or people that want to be can get in on that pretty soon. Uh, they have not announced opponents yet for next season, of course, but uh, I think the date is set and I would imagine they'll be kind of pricey, <laughs> uh, just a stab in the dark, but I bet they won't be cheap. Let's see here. Oh, member pricing is a buck, a buck 40, 140 to 170 a seat per game, but that's for the members. So I'm assuming, I'd assume like 150 be honest for tickets hey man honestly when you think about it long term though that's not a bad price to be a part of some pretty big history like their first ever game you hold on to that ticket stub for decades and then you show your kids and grandkids someday that's kind of cool yeah oh here we go ticket master i hate ticket master (laughs) well that's that's not a talk for the day (laughs) let's see Uh, general ticket pricing live on air we're 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 looking for tickets oh you have to get on a wait list i'm not surprised by that they don't have the prices anyway i digress i digress uh okay i knew this would happen sooner or later that we'd get sidetracked by the kraken um believe me i'm super jacked for them to though i guess they've officially joined the league now i mean they are we we got a player they we did we did i can't remember his name but uh i can't either because i'm bad yeah i I feel bad. Uh, that's I did see that. Uh, officially, the 32nd franchise. We're in there. Uh, speaking of these, I mean, getting it back to playoff hockey, 
that's going on right now. Uh, you want to talk about the Bruins really quick. They did move on. It's official. Uh, they took out the Capitals four games to one. Yep. And uh, I guess, I mean, I'm not surprised. It always seems like the Bruins are in it and always moving on semi-deep into the postseason. So, Yeah, I think the Bruins versus the Capitals was a good matchup. Um, the Bruins, obviously, it was four to one, which, yeah. I think, I think the Bruins, yeah, as, as it obviously shows, are the better team. Um, I'm really tired this week, if you haven't been able to know, so I'm kind of just talking in circles. Um, but I do think it was a good matchup um, that the Bruins were able to win. And I, again, I'm just talking yeah, circles. I you mean, should talk some. I mean, I, I, uh, I agree with you. I don't know a ton about, I mean, I would imagine the Bruins are the better team. I kind of, I kind of get that vibe with most teams they play just in my very limited knowledge of hockey. Like I said, to me, they always seem to be a team that moves on far, uh, far enough anyway. But it's kind of weird to not see the Blackhawks in it. I mean, I know they haven't had a banner season, but uh, mm-hmm. it always seems like they at least make an appearance in the tournament. But yeah, I don't know, man. It's exci- The highlights have been exciting. Like I said, now uh, we are now eight minutes and 40 seconds away from the Islanders moving on if they can hold on to this lead. And also, as we speak, your boys are up one nothing on the Panthers. So Yes, they are. Yes, they are exciting stuff going on in the NHL. I will ask, uh, what, who do you think is going to be in the finals? Um, I still firmly believe that the lightning can make it back to the finals. And partially that's bias. Partially that's, I think they're still a really strong team and I know it's really, really tough to repeat in the NHL for the Stanley cup. Uh, but I think, you know, for the past three years, they've, been a really strong team, and I think they know what they need to do to get back there. Um, and then on the other side, I I'm not really sure because while Toronto looks strong now, I firmly believe they're going to choke. I think the Avalanche are going to choke too, but I'll say I think they make it to the finals before they do so just to make Daniel happy, if nothing else. So the Stanley cup finals, not the West finals. Yeah. The Stanley cup. Okay. Finals. I could honestly, that was kind of what I was thinking. I could see a Tampa Bay, Colorado Stanley cup. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'm not going to keep talking about the avalanche. <laughs> uh, fair enough. I don't know. Like uh, Tampa Bay seems to be a safe pick, uh, as the defending champs. Yes, it's hard to repeat uh, as it is in any sport, but the other thing is too, like they know what it takes to run that gauntlet. Yeah. You know? So it's kind of hard to bet against them just as it's, I think going to be hard to bet against the Buccaneers in football for a while. Like uh, especially with the off season move you guys have had, which by the way, Antonio Brown officially back. Official man. He cleared his physical. Yeah, man. Crazy stuff. Uh, I guess uh, speaking of, football if we want to go there now let's talk about football uh, staying in your division what do you think of all this julio jones stuff man first of all um like the like even the method that this came out like yeah screw those guys um right? it was undisputed right right the name of the show skipping shannon man calling them up not, not really disclosing him. that yeah it was on air 
which in California is a crime. Yeah, exactly. Like you, both parties have to be aware they're being recorded. And I think uh, Shannon tells him right at the end. Yeah, this is. Yeah, he's kind of like. Um, yeah, we're, by the way, we're on the air. Because there's like you listen to that phone call. There's no way Julio doesn't know or knows he's on TV. Like there's yeah. no way he would have never said it that way. If he had known, he completely disses the Cowboys, which good on you, Julio. A round of applause for that, buddy. Right in front of Skip Bayless. God, do I love it. <laughs> oh, that was that was sweet. That oh, that's <laughs> I like love a fine that. wine. That's just gonna keep getting better. You want to go to the Cowboys? No, man. I'm trying to win. <laughs> oh, that was. Oh, uh, I feel bad for Dak Prescott. <laughs> Yikes! Yeah. Well, um, but. That's a. I mean, I I think it's it's been pretty clear that the Falcons and Julio Jones were going to part ways. Um, although from what we've heard now, it's Julio Jones that kind of initiated the request for the trade, not the Falcons just trying to ship him for, you know, draft picks, which was kind of way it was sounding prior to the draft. Um, but what was the other thing that Julio said? I don't remember if it was in that interview or if it was somewhere else. I'm all muddled. But he was saying that Matt Ryan, he felt like had lost some of the, some of his touch on the deep ball. Um, I did see a little bit something about that. I, I think, yeah, that's essentially what he said. Uh, Julio's just not happy there, and yeah. and, of, and and you know when it came out that yes, he's and let's little, be honest, it's it's Atlanta. Who would be happy exactly? There? That's what I'm saying. Like when it came out that he was the one that initiated this, I, no one should be surprised by that. I'm kind of surprised it didn't happen sooner. If we're being completely honest, Yeah, Uh, he's a superstar player that wants out of a place that he does not see a future in success in. Yeah. And, and Julio is a 32 year old player, I think at this point. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. He, He is getting, you know, he is in, he's starting to enter the back half of his career, not, not a ton of receivers are going to go the Larry Fitzgerald route and play until they're 99 years old. <laughs> True. Not and every player can be a robot like Frank Gore and never stop. Exactly. Like receivers, you know, can take big hits. And, you know, he, he, I think, knows that there is a clock ticking to the point where he will not be able to compete for that, for that championship. And he's trying to make the most of that time left before that clock runs out. Yeah, exactly. And here's what I was going to say too. I think if you want to, as we always seem to, (laughs) as most sports talk shows or whatever seem to take it back to the Atlanta Super Bowl where they lost to New England, had that played out differently, uh, we might not be having this conversation right now, four or five years later. If Julio has a ring, uh, you know, who knows what his attitude about that is at his point in his career now, but the fact of the matter is he came so close, almost got a taste of it, but does not have one. Yeah. He wants to go somewhere where he's going to win. And then real quick, if we can just get back to the method in which uh, this quote of his came out the other day. Yeah. Uh, For anyone who doesn't know what happened was the gist of what happened was uh, Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless have a show undisputed uh, daily show talk show in the mornings where they just, really do it for uh it's one of espn's hot take shows which is all espn can do anymore yeah well it's on is it on i guess it is now i think it's on espn well it either used to be or it is now and then or it's on fox i can't remember 
but oh it doesn't gosh, if it's on fox i'm gonna be kind of sad it doesn't matter the network uh what happened was oh my god it is on fox yeah, that's what i, I apologize uh, also has a five out of ten rating on imdb surprise it's that high uh so anyway what happened was on monday on their show uh, shannon sharp live on the air calls up julio jones from his personal cell phone and asks him point blank about his future in Atlanta, to which Julio, who at this point uh, does not know he is on live television, says, uh, I'm out of there, essentially. Uh, I am, I'm out. And then, of course, he had his little dig at the Cowboys saying he wouldn't go there either because he wanted to win, uh, but definitely was not talking like somebody who was being recorded. He was talking like somebody who was just, you know, talking to a buddy over the phone uh, nonchalantly. And then, of course, that's what made all the news cycles for the NFL on Monday was Julio, I'm out of Atlanta. And just what a crappy thing to do if you're skipping Shannon, man. And like you alluded to either or earlier, actually a legal thing to do. Um, California is one of the many states in which both parties have to be aware that they're being recorded uh, before they are recorded. Um, so if that comes out that it was not staged, which I don't think it was, and that uh, it, it, it was just as we saw it, that uh, Skip and Shannon could be in some legal hot water there mm-hmm. too. But anyway, uh, very much disagree with <laughs> what happened there. I uh, can't say I'm surprised though that Julio wants out. Um, and have you seen all this stuff where guys are like, recruiting him or like trying to recruit him to their teams like deandre hopkins is trying to get him to come to the cardinals uh aj brown's trying to get him to come to tennessee pretty bad uh it's kind of funny to see what these guys are doing to try to get him on board yeah i think tennessee would be a pretty good fit for him to be honest i I think that's a pretty common consensus though yeah well and i don't know like the falcons have also come out and said like they really don't want to trade him anywhere in the nfc if they can avoid it, they said they would for the right price and the right place. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I, I would be gutted if he went to the Cardinals. That's the last thing they need is another superstar talent on that team. Uh, Tennessee is an interesting one, I guess. I mean, it seems like an okay fit. I don't, I mean, he's going to improve where a team, whatever team he goes to, but I don't know, like the Titans, I could see it, I guess. But are they enough of a contender to draw him in is my question. Um, I mean, they're a perennial playoff contender, but are they a legit Super Bowl contender in that all of a sudden uh, top-heavy AFC? That's a good question, to be honest. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm sure that there'll be weeks more speculation before he finds a landing place. Uh, You – I've – I would be absolutely stunned if he's back in Atlanta next season, though. I think that ship has sailed. Yeah. Um, maybe he'll end up on Green Bay, and that's how they get Aaron Rodgers to stay. Oh, man. That's a spicy take. Yeah, but Aaron Rodgers, there's a whole bunch of drama with that. Did you see the thing um, with him o- being in Hawaii when there was uh, – OTAs? Yeah, yes, OTAs, sir. and it's like the first time he's ever missed them. Yeah, I saw that too. And like what the top five receivers for Green Bay were also not there. Yeah. So, I mean, I think Green Bay is kind of imploding right now. 
it's bad. Like there's man. so much uncertainty. Yeah, it's it's bad. It's it's gonna be really bad. I think drama everywhere in the NFL. Drama alert. It is that time of season, I guess, or off season where you know we're so far from football still on either side really of the calendar year where we're going to hang on to everything and word that these guys do and um, just suck it for everything it's worth. But this Julio Jones th- er, uh, thing was just like a, a dynamite. Like, this, yeah, this is. And it's, it's especially like we said, like how it came about, like I, we keep, we've talked about it and I, we said it multiple times, but it's just such a, I don't know, it's just so salacious, I guess. Like you, you have to talk about it because it's such a crappy way that things went about. Um, and I think Julio is a big enough player and a big star. Like you said, or work out in the positive form, but if this was like a, maybe a middle of the road player, you know, someone that's like a big name, but not necessarily a key player. Um, you know, someone like um, – actually, I'm not going to say anything because I don't want to insult any players. Um, but – and they did that. That could be career-ending. Like, yeah. like you could have just, like, if he – so say someone dissed the, dissed the Giants, and it's like the Giants are like, well, we're not going to take that guy. He clearly doesn't want to be here. And, like, I don't know. that. Like, I think in a lot of ways that will look bad on most players, Julio Jones being an exception because – you know, he's a, he's a piece that could take a good offense and do a great offense. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, like just as far as the, from Skip and Shannon side of things, that's, that's journalism one-on-one man. Like it's ethics. It's uh, you just, you don't don't care. They, they want that shock factor. They want that. Oh my God. Did he really just say that? Well, yeah, it's, it's there. They're, and I, I guess, forgive me for thinking they are on ESPN because that's exactly the way ESPN shows are. Speaking and one of the reasons of, I don't watch them is because it's just like, who can have the hottest take? Speaking of, if I can real quick, it's, that transitions nicely to my shout out. I want to shout out uh, uh, Kenny Main, long time ESPN personality, uh, gave his last show the other night because of basically budget cuts. Um, and the ESPN's not renewing his contract, not bringing him back. Absolutely ridiculous. He was one of the last greats on ESPN, in my opinion. Um, and it, it, the ESPN of old that I remember watching growing up, uh, with guys like Stuart Scott and, uh, they're all gone, man. And it's sad. And it's sad that it, it is turned into that. It's turned into the stupid, uh, TMZ esque style mm-hmm. shows I hate it. it. It is a disgrace. And in my personal opinion, Skip Bayless has always been a disgrace to journalism in any variety. Uh, he's not intelligent. He's not uh, new or original. It is just like you said, it's just whatever I can say or get someone to say to get the headlines. Uh, so I'm not surprised that these antics went down on his show. Um, what I do appreciate, though, is the fact that Julio Jones, at least as far as I know, really hasn't come out and like backtracked or, you know, tried to overcorrect or whatever. Uh, you know, he said what he said and he was on TV and everyone heard it and everyone knows where he stands now. And I guess this is the point we uh, start on to move forward from. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's it's silly for if Julio Jones had tried to backtrack because well, I think you just need to. 
not necessarily lean into it, but just own up to it. It's like, yeah, I said what I said. And I meant it. You no, know, like, they, they may, they were personal thoughts. I thought I was sharing them, um, you know, personally, but that clearly wasn't the case. I was misled, but I said what I said. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So uh, just some, some wild stuff going down in the NFL offseason right now. Um, yeah, I guess um I guess I'll move on to my shout out. Um mine is a, a little bit different. It's it's still within the world of football. Um because it always is. But <laughs> my shout out goes out to Greg Olson. Yeah. Man. Um for those of you that don't know, Greg Olson announced this past week that uh his son TJ has um so his son TJ has this has been announced before, but his son TJ has uh, severe heart issues since he was born and has had to go undergo three open heart surgeries. Um, and he's only eight, but he said, Greg Olson said in, in his tweets that basically um, his son's heart is coming to the, to its end. And, you know, they're, they're now looking for a heart transplant, which as I think many people know is, you know, difficult to, mm-hmm. to get, there is a huge waiting list, but I don't know. It's, it's something that God, it's just, I don't know. It, I saw that and it just gobsmacked me. It, it's yeah, it's it terrible. Was, and it, it's, it's one of those things that it's just not it, fair, man. It, it's not fair. And that's, that's the biggest thing. It's, it's terrible. And right. obviously you or I don't know Craig Olson on a personal level, no. but he seems like such an upstanding guy. His family seems like a really nice family. Um, and there's just really no words for something like that. Like, it's just, it's not fair. And uh, you, you hope for the very best to come out of the situation. But, you know, like you said, with something like that, a heart transplant, it's tough and it's, it's tough to watch a guy like that go through something like this, to watch his kid go through something like this, their whole family. Uh, yeah. I get my heart just goes out to him. Yeah. It's yeah. Uh, it's, it, it, it's just it, like you said, it's not fair. And it's not something that an eight year old should have to go through, but you know, <sighs> that that kid has got to be one of the strongest kids like to to be able to go through this no doubt um but you know our our thoughts are with you greg olson um i i doubt you'll ever hear this but you know i i hope i hope everything works out we hope everything works out we hope the best happens and that you can you can find a heart for your son yep Uh, yep yep um well on a little bit lighter note, I guess lighter, maybe, depending on how you feel about them, the New York Islanders are officially moving on in the Stanley Cup playoffs. They just took out the Penguins 5-3 to three in game six, so that shakes things up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, wild time for New York sports right now. I know the Knicks are kind of getting all they can handle with the Atlanta Hawks right now, so maybe they need that good news <laughs> from the Islanders. Yeah. The, the lightning is still up one Oh in the second period. So all's well on that front. 
Yep. Uh, have you seen any highlights of the NBA playoffs? I know you were kind of surprised to see the Mavs are up to nothing. Yeah, no, I haven't really been paying attention. The last thing I saw was LeBron's freaking uh, shot that he sold his soul to the devil for, clearly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, at the end of the game with the uh, – <laughs> With um, the Suns. Uh, yeah. Was it the one where he got poked or- in the eye? No, no, not the Suns. The the game winner against the Warriors. Oh, yeah, in the play-in game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and then I, I heard that he flopped on the ground for a good 80 minutes or whatever it was. 80 seconds. Play. Yeah, seconds, minutes, same time. <laughs> like, I respect the heck out of LeBron's talent, but the guy is a bit of a... He's an actor. Yeah. To put it nicely, I guess. Um, yeah, I Like, it makes you... It, I understand the, like the hate that comes to him. Like he he really brings it. He on he invites a lot of it in. Like for sure, he invites a lot of it in. And that like, like that, that game one stuff against the Suns where he got poked in the eye. Yeah, I'm sure it hurt. But like, get up, man. Like yeah, like you're an NBA player. You're in an NBA playoff game. Like you're tougher than that. Like come on. Yeah, and that's I just. <sighs> Like I, for the most part, I've been pretty neutral on LeBron. I've I've slowly kind of been souring on him more and more. Um, but like things like that, him earlier in the season, and I don't remember who it was, but like a rookie, he the rookie got a shot off and like scored on him, or something along those lines, and he like just shoulder checks him and like knocks him to the ground. Yeah, and everybody's like, "Oh, it's LeBron saying welcome to the league." It's like that's just a jerk move. You don't have to do that. Yeah, like the kid's a rookie. He is, heck, he he's probably like maybe twenty. Like, you're a grown ass man, dude. Yeah, that is literally a child. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, is it safe to say maybe you're pulling for the Phoenix Suns in this? Season? Absolutely, they got better jerseys. <laughs> True, man, they do. Uh, yeah, and like I mentioned earlier, the Mavs up two nothing on those Clippers right now. Uh, it's surprising to a lot of people. It's really not super surprising to me, I guess. Like this is what the Clippers do in the playoffs; they implode. And uh, you know, I'm I'm sorry, but for the harsh words that's just, just they have not done anything in the playoffs ever in my lifetime to give me faith so uh not surprising to see that my i don't know my blazers right now they're tied 1-1 with denver uh game three thursday night i'm hoping for the best there but i i really i don't know. yeah i guess can we talk about portland real quick uh it's, it's coming down to exactly what we talked about last week it's they, game- they dropped a game to denver and it was just the Dame Lillard show. Nobody else was helping them out. To say the least. Man. And so they dropped the game. It cannot be dollar need, Dame every night. They need to get it right now. And they have a chance to going home for games three and four. But uh, if they can do what they did in game one, we will win this series. Everyone was clicking. Everyone was doing what they were supposed to do. And we beat Denver by 14. Like that, that you know is what needs to happen. It cannot be, I don't want to reiterate this time and time again, but Dane cannot do it on his own people. Uh, if, if <laughs> this keeps happening and I think part of it is like his teammates, see, like, man, that Damian Lillard guy's really good. 
I can play good like half the time and right? make up for it. I just I, I don't know that's true. I'm just I'm just saying things at, I at mean, certain but points, you, but you could get but if if that doesn't change, you know, Damian Lillard's been super loyal to Portland, super loyal. Like extremely. But yeah. eventually you gotta think, and I said we talked about the same thing in, in football land. Julio Jones. Man. Yeah, <laughs> Julio Jones. At a certain point, people want to freaking win, right? If they're discontent, eventually these loyal players will leave. Yep, yep, you yep. Gotta help Julio. <laughs> you gotta help Damian Lillard out, man. You gotta help Julio Jones out too, man. Uh, the guy needs some help. God, dude. <laughs> uh, I don't want Damian Lillard to leave Portland. I like him there. I I have hella respect for him. Me too. I, w- I don't even want to entertain that option, but I might have to. Uh, how about a team that doesn't need help, though? Uh, your boys are kind of steamrolling right now. Yeah, let's That's go Brooklyn. A- they are taking care of the – they basically sleptwalked through their last win against the Celtics. Uh, they're up to nothing. I don't have any reason to believe that Boston's going to win a game in this series. Uh, so it kind of looks like if things go chalk right now, you guys are going to get matched up with the Bucks in the next round. Yeah. That'll be, be a that should be a good that should be a good series. I am uh, yeah, I still I like the Bucks. I like the Cream City jerseys. I can't tell you how much I like those jerseys. They're so good. They're clean. Uh, you've mentioned it a time or two, I think. Yes. <laughs> uh yeah, so uh, man, just it, it's a fun time in sports right now. If you're a hockey fan, if you're a basketball fan, I guess if you're a baseball fan, we don't know what fun is like in the summer as far as that goes. Uh, we did just yeah. win, win a series over the A's, though, so that's kind of surprising, I guess, with the way the Mariners have been playing lately. Yes. Also, I looked it up. the The kid that LeBron shoulder checked is twenty. I was correct. Uh, Nico Mannion. He is a he is a rookie on the Warriors mm. from Italy. All right. Yeah, I kind of remember that now. I remember there being some buzz about that when it happened. But anyway. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, LeBron is, he is a polarizing figure and he always will be. And I see why. So, <laughs> oh my God. Yep. But, uh, I don't have anything else to talk about. I don't know about you. Uh, hockey. We did that. Julio Jones. I don't really, I guess I'll ask you real quick with Julio. Where do you think he's going to end up? Gut feeling. Gut feeling for some reason, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. I don't know why. It's just like I keep thinking. It. I, I just I see him in that black and gold. I could. I, I hope it's wrong. I definitely For think Julio's sake. <laughs> I can see the Pittsburgh Steelers being like, Julio, we need somebody to make Ben look good. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. I think Julio realizes he can't win in Pittsburgh, just like he realizes can't in Dallas. So. Uh, I don't think he's going to end up in the NFC at all. I do think he makes it over to the AFC. How about those Colts? Who says no? If he, again, it depends on how he quantify it. Well, I don't know. No one's talking about I I don't know. And I'm just going to say this, no pun intended. I think they're a dark horse here. Hey, man, I think I know my Colts calls when I see him. You do. You do. If uh, our listeners remember, uh, he did call Carson Wentz going to the Colts days before it happened. So, yeah. He had one good call, and the rest have all been misses. But I don't I don't see him going to Colts. 
Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Like I said, my gut feeling for some reason is the Steelers put somebody opposite Juju. They, they need to throw the ball. They're not going to be doing anything with it on the ground. So. Here's another one. How about the Chargers? Actually, yeah. I, I actually I like that. For get parties. over there. Get with old Herbie. See what you can get done. Uh, they, they're an up-and-coming team. Now, Kansas City straight up can't afford him. So, uh, they, I don't know. That's they, they apparently have been printing their own money. So, <laughs> maybe they can. I don't know. I don't know. Chargers or Colts? That's kind of what my my uh, gut's telling me. So I would like him to go to the Chargers. I think that'd be super good. Me and too. If the Chargers can somehow figure out special teams, that they'd be a lot. Uh, more, uh, they might have a chance of making the playoffs. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. The Julio Jones saga is going to be wild. I'm sure you're just happy to see him get out of the division. Yes. <laughs> no, because no way. Yes. No way in hell he's staying in division. If the Falcons don't even oh, want God, to trade no. him to the NFC, they will not trade him to the NFC South. No, God, no. I mean, he doesn't make second sense. It doesn't make sense for him to even go look or the Bucks to look at him because you're, you're we got fine. receivers coming out our ears right now. You're good. You're good. You're you're fine. Um, the Saints don't make sense either because they aren't going to win aren't going to win and they've got maybe a quarterback maybe a tight end maybe two who knows <laughs> they uh, both throw the ball at the same time like they each put a hand on either side of it and anyway Taysom hill goes for accuracy james winston goes for distance and then they equal out to one very good quarterback yeah man <laughs> um, and then the panthers um again not going to win a super bowl so no, yeah, they don't really make sense either for Julio right now. No, a lot um, of teams don't really. No, and there's no like like we said, there's no way in heck he is staying in the NFC South. Nope. Uh, uh, it, that would just be stupid for the Falcons. Uh yeah. Although we have seen the Falcons do a stupid or two in their existence, have we? Yeah, not? the Falcons barely know how to play football on good days, so <laughs> Oh, I knew you'd have some thoughts about this. I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, yeah. So I guess we got our Julio talk out of the way. We uh, nothing else major really going on in sports right now. No, Aaron Rodgers is still up in the air. As soon as we end this podcast, we'll probably find out he went to Denver. That is how it works. Um, God, I feel I can't believe how much that has just continued to percolate, and I feels like it's just the Broncos fans. In, in in NFL and sports news are just doing their best to make it a reality. If they say it enough, they'll speak it into existence. Yep. Uh, um. Yeah, I, I don't know where he's going to go. I feel like Aaron Rodgers, if he, if he gets his way, it gets to kind of pick where he wants to go. So he's good enough that yeah, anyway, we're, we don't need to talk yeah, about Yeah, we don't need to speculate things. on old Aaron right now. Who knows where he's going to end up. Uh, but, yeah, the, the wild one right now is Julio. And I think wherever he goes, that team should count their blessings because they're getting an improvement at wide receiver. I don't really care what team that is. <laughs> I can confidently say that. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I But I'm out of stuff. I'm I'm completely gassed here if you've got nothing else. I don't think so. Although I was just, 
I just popped on Twitter just to make sure Aaron Rodgers didn't sign with somebody. And I saw it trending to a Tonga Bailoa. And I was like, why is he trending? And it's nothing, uh, nothing big. It's just like he's doing good quarterback things. Oh, well, you know. And, and people are, I guess, kind of dissing on him. Breaking news to us talented. Yeah. Who would have never, who would have guessed? Yeah, I am, uh, oh God, I cannot tell you how excited I am for football to come back. But unfortunately, it will not be back until the spring. Just like we, the expansion buddies, will not be back until next week. But until that point, you can find us on Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, that can on a string. But until that point, until next week, when we return to talk to you about sports, never forget party like it's 1976.